Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is an unlucky one. I think this one is episode number 13. Hold up, that's fine there, kid. Welcome, everybody, to the Digger Dads Pure Shy Podcast. This is Ryan. We've got Shane over there. We're going to do one for you now. How are you getting on, lad? Yeah, not so bad now. How are you keeping? You all right? Yeah, I'm doing good now, lad. Doing good. How are you getting on? You still sick? What, from five minutes ago when we recorded the last episode? Yeah, very sick still, lad. Very fucking sick. I don't know how my voice is going to fare out doing this one, but... We're going to motor through it so people don't miss out on another fucking episode, hey. That's it, lad. Keep powering on, you soft bastard. So the TikTok is growing, lad. Oh, lad, it's fucking unreal, isn't it? Oh, lad, I, I know I sit down this morning. It's on like 151.3 thousand. That's fucking unnatural, lad. Because, like I said to the, the High Kings there, when I was chatting to them lads before we went up on stage, like, about a week, about eight days ago, like, I was only on 90,000. And, you know, I was, um, I was looking, there's a fella on TikTok that I really like, I really like, and he used to be in the Hardy books. His name is, um, his name is Stephen, and he's known as Three Books Left on TikTok, right? And I've been following him from the beginning of me being on TikTok. I think he's class. I think he's good. A lot of people give him a bit of shite because of the way he delivers out a message, but he's a funny fucker, like, he's a funny lad. You know, I'd noticed me and him were quite close in the running for who was going to hit that 100,000 first. But he was like, he was like a couple of thousand away where I was like 7,000 away. I thought, oh, he's going to fucking get it first, the fucker. You know, you know the way you be like, just uh, friendly competitiveness. I'm thinking, fuck, he's going to get there before me, the bastard. But then doing that uh, singing stuff with the Irish twang that all the people are into, it it just fucking, I, I went up. 50,000 followers in seven days, like. I remember going to bed one night. I had broken the 100,000. And I remember going to bed one night. I think it was at like 104,000 or 103,000 or something. I woke up the next morning. So between six and eight hours, I had got 126,000 fucking followers. That's fucked up, like. That was madness. I looked at my phone. I looked at it again. I was like... That that's broken. That that number's not right. Surely to God I couldn't have gotten that many followers. And it's all because of the the Irish twang videos and the videos with me young fella. Oh yeah, you do videos like where 
you're recording yourself and then you're like talking to him and then he'll talk back and sometimes his Irish, his Australian accent comes in and you kind of try and get him to say something in Irish. Yeah, yeah, those ones. Yeah, they're good ones, Lance. I like them ones too. But the thing is, there's other people then that read too much into that. They think I'm trying to take his accent away from him. I'm not. It's all just for a laugh. Like He gets as much of a laugh out of it as I do. And people think, oh, leave him alone, leave him alone, let him have his accent. He can have the fucking accent. He's going to have it. I can't control that. There'll be times where he might say shite, which is fantastic, but he's going to say, Good I might. He gone I. Yeah, get fucked. He's going to say this stuff. I can't control that. He lives in Australia. His mother is Australian. His grandmother is Australian. All of his family that he sees every day, except for his father, are Australian. He's going to go to school in Australia. He's going to live in Australia. As he gets older, he might decide he wants to live somewhere else. That's fine. That's up to him. But he is going to have an Australian accent and I don't want to take that away from him. I like it. I think it's funny. But that's what we do. We have our little moments. We have our chats. And, you know, I find that um, people like it because I'm not recording him. And people people like the videos and, you know, I'm going to keep doing those videos. It's um, it's good to show off how um, how I interact with my son and people that have got kids with autism and stuff. Some Some autistic kids are mute. Some kids um, are very vocal, some are very, very intelligent in certain things. And it's just nice to just uh, let people hear how Niall interacts and how, how he talks with me and how I talk with him and how I don't, I don't baby him. You know, I talk to him like I'm talking to you now. And I, I, I find it's working. I find that sort of stuff is working for him. Talking to him like you would talk to someone regularly as opposed to um, buttering it up and making it all small for little small ears. He, he's he excelling with the conversation now because we talk to him how you should talk to him and that's as a person as opposed to as a baby you know but yeah just even sitting here with the wife and we're recording videos and stuff and you know she can be heard in the background sometimes people say oh get your wife on the camera give us a look at your missus you know all this kind of nonsense and it it's not like that you don't decide who gets onto my camera like just by saying give us a look at your missus that my wife is going to turn around and say, oh, I better show Craig what I look like so he can approve or not. Show the camera to me there and I'll do a little fucking dance for him. It's not how it works, lads. You know, she doesn't want to be on the camera for a few reasons. She's not comfortable on it. You know, she knows this is, uh, this is my thing. She's happy enough to have a little mess in the background. She also has a job. She has a life. She doesn't want to be recognized on a video where um, I'm messing or whatever. She's got her own thing going on. And... People need to respect that. And a lot of people do, but there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, just look at your miss. The reason she's not on the camera is because she's obviously fucking weird. And it's like, shut the fuck up, you idiot, yeah. I, I wasn't expecting to get 5,000 followers on this thing when I started, let alone 150,000. Like, God, it's fucking mad. Absolutely mad. And I'm noticing a lot more people from home. Um, there's people even that I used to go to school with, that I used to play football with, that'll message me... Um, privately on Instagram or Facebook or whatever and say, Jesus lad, just come across your videos or just come across your podcast. Fair fucking play to you. You're a gas man, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then doing the thing with the hikings, I've had a lot of people message me and stuff, uh, congratulating me and uh, praising me and saying, fuck lad, fair play to you. The hikings, that's massive, like fair fucks to you. And then you've got the opposite where you've got people in your life that want to see you fail at this, you know, I don't care if random people online don't like me and that they don't want to see me do well. I don't care because I don't know you. 
I have not invested any of my time into you. But when there's people out there right now, hear me out. When there's people out there that you have put your time into, your energy into, you have helped, who likely wouldn't be where they are without some contribution from you, and would love for nothing more than to see you fail and come back down to where they are. That, that's fucked up, like. That's fucked up. You know, you, you put your time and energy into people, you help them out, consider them a friend, and then once they have everything they fucking need, and you start growing in popularity on social media, they literally wipe their hands of you and make you out like you're a fucking prick. When that's not the case, it's them, they just can't see you happy. And it's fucked up, lads, I, I can't stand it. I always say, keep your circle small, lad. Oh, it's small. It gets fucking smaller every day. I don't need people that don't offer anything to me. Not that I want anything off anyone, but I don't need people that are not going to be there for me if I'm stuck. Those people don't exist to me anymore. I haven't got time. I have enough to be dealing with, with me family, with whatever else I'm doing, with work and outside of work. And I just get rid of the bad energy. Get rid of the bad people out of your life and just watch it all happen. Because since I've gotten rid of people out of my life that, that just fucking hinder my life, all this stuff has happened to me, you know, and I'm only going to keep going up. You know, I don't know how far I'm going to get, but I'm going to keep going up. And whoever's with me is with me. Whoever is not, stay where you are. No problem at all. You don't have to come with me. That's it, lad. You fucking tell them no. That's it, like, that's it. Anyway... What are we going to talk about today? What's on that piece of paper? Top 10 fetishes. What? Yeah, you know, I, I was looking on Google last night and I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about. And then I was on the website and I, um, yeah. Do you want to start reading that there? Top 10 fetishes. Right, so you want me to read these out and you're going to tell me what they are. And then I have to give you the correct answer if you get it wrong. Yeah, we can do Yeah, Yeah, okay. Right, number one is a foot fetish. Do you know what that is? That's when you, you like to look at feet. Uh, not just to look at them, hey. Oh, really? Um, The majority of foot fetishes are men. Fucked up men, hey. And they often like to smell, lick or taste feet and require some interaction with any part of the foot to experience an orgasm. So a man can't come if he's caught foot fetish unless he gets like... Involved with the feet. That's weird, hey. Do you like feet? No. I, I I don't hate them, like, but I wouldn't be touching them, like, in that kind of sense. Not at all. I'll give me wife an old foot rub there on the couch, like, if we're lying up on the couch there watching first dates or dinner dates or something like that. And she'll throw a leg to me there and I'll give her a foot rub and then she'll give me the other one and I'll give her the foot rub, but it, it, it wouldn't be getting a horn going or anything, like. Sorry, ma. Sorry, ma. Number two is voyeurism. I know this one. I I, I looked up this one because I was a big word. Like, um, I think that one is for like watching porn in there. Voyeurism is a fetish that revolves around getting turned on by looking at people having sex. Yeah, it's porn. That's the porn one. Yeah, it seems to be. Hey, do you watch the porn movies? No, you do. No, I've never watched one. Go to fuck. I've never watched one. You said earlier on that you were on a website last night and then. All of a sudden you come up with this fetish thing. So you, you must have been Googling something. I, I was just... I was just doing research for the podcast. That's what I do. I don't know what the porns are. I've never seen the porns. Right, we'll move on to the third one. Uh, latex. Is that like rubber? 
like rubber johnnies. Yeah, but it's not um, just because you wear condoms and that doesn't mean you've got a fetish for latex. This fetish describes those who experiment sexual pleasure with their partner while wearing latex, rubber, vinyl or other shiny or tight materials. Oh, like the gimpy suits. That's the one. Like cyclists. <laughs> cyclists. <laughs> yeah, like the cyclists. They wear like latex shorts and that. Uh, like it's painted onto them. Is that what it is? It, it's similar, lad, but it's not... Like, I don't think there's many people dressed like a cyclist with the helmet on, going into the bedroom, going, here. Come here to me, Tony. Come here to me, Tony. <laughs> Give me a good gallop there. That, that's not happening, I don't think. Oh, but like, the gimp mask. Like, where they wear, like, that black mask, like the IRA lads, but it's made out of... It's made out of, like, rubber and stuff. Yeah. Well, would you be into that sort of stuff? That's fucked up, lad. I don't know how that gets someone a horn. How do you get excited for that? I don't get it. Like, You must have some kind of um, something going on upstairs in your head like where you're a little bit missing. I don't know. But anyway, go on to the next one there. And uh, Number four is uh, domination and submission. Is that like getting married? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I suppose you could say that um, she, she is the boss and you do as you're told, but it doesn't necessarily turn into a sexual thing. This is a... This is a completely different thing, right? So, dominance and submission are parts of the acronym BDSM, which has derived heavily from the Fifty Shades of Grey book. It stands for bondage, domination, submission, sadism. Why is that where people are not happy? Masochism. What the fuck is that? But it's really an umbrella term for couples who engage in any kind of dominant submissive power play during sex. For this to be considered a fetish rather than just a part of healthy sex life, one or more of the participants must require this type of play in order to feel sexually stimulated. So it's like. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I, I suppose you could say it's like where, um, let's say the fella is the dominant one now, and he just he just takes charge, and your one just has to do whatever. Oh, but you have to add, like, safe words. I, I think that's a thing, yeah, where um, you use a safe word if you're starting to feel a bit uncomfortable or something you want out. What would your safe word be? Banana! Banana! <laughs> Right, okay. Um, what Would you be into that now? No, God, no, I just think it's a little bit, I, I probably shouldn't, uh, forceful. Like, can I say this word? A little bit rapey? Jesus, lad. Fuck's sake. Right, we're moving on to the next one. Uh, number five is uh, body piercing. Or like earrings and stuff. I think it's a little bit more, um, more intense now than earrings, lad. This is quite popular 
This is quite a popular fetish and incorporates everything from pierced belly buttons to eyebrows. Yeah, I suppose uh, penises, Jesus Christ, and nipples. Ugh, fuck. People who have piercings are often drawn towards other people who have pierced themselves. Jesus Christ. Just the look of another person with a piercing might be enough to turn them on. I can't stand the fucking things, hey? Oh, you don't like piercings? No, lad. I don't. I don't get it, like... Don't come near me with your nipple rings and all this kind of stuff and don't ask me to get a Prince Albert because it's not fucking happening. Right? It's, it's, you're, you're just licking germs, hey? You're just at germs if you're going at Pearson's there now. You're just fucking setting yourself up now for some kind of rabies. Um, I, I can't be about it now at all, but some of the places where people get pierced, it's like you have just fucking taken every bit of sensitivity out of that area, you sick fuck. Like the Prince Albert, you know what that is? Is he like the royal family or something? No, it's when... Oh, fuck. It's when lads will get like a a, a ring through the, the, the top of their their lad. Watch who the Mickey. Yeah, like a fucking... Like a bull ring in a nose, but in the top of your lad. Oh, fuck, lad. I'm telling you now. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's a fucking thing. And then ones will get the, the clit done and... What? I'm fucking telling you, lad. It's it's a whole thing. I don't want to be with someone like that. No. Number six is breasts and behinds. Uh, Diddy's an artist. If you're from Dangin. Yeah, right, right, okay. So, do you know what this one is? Uh, if you like Diddy's an artist, I suppose. Yeah, well, I, I suppose, like, if you're, a, if you're a fella and you're into women, like, you, you would be inclined to be into those things. But does that mean that it's a fetish for you? I don't know. Now, which one would you prefer? Diddy's or arses? Quite late. I don't know. Quite. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I don't know. I, I, I do like a good arse, like, good arse. But if she's not got any ditties, like, it's not for me either. So, I don't know. Stop. Pressure me. All right, sorry, I just fucking asked you. I do like a big arse. But anyway, for this to be considered a fetish, 
as most men do enjoy these things. For it to be considered a fetish, a man needs to have these in order to reach orgasm. Without the plump feel of a breast or the firm stare at a behind, a man cannot reach orgasm. Jesus Christ, how does how do you get to that stage where you can't you can't come like without having a, a grip of an arse? How do, how do you get there? How does that happen like? Either the sex is good or it's not like. Fucking hell. Number seven now is hair. Is that a fetish? It's number seven here. Hair. Is that like hair on her head or hair on her, um... I'm going to fucking read a few now, lad. Uh, hair tied in ponytails, braids or pigtails, blonde, brunette or redhead. Every guy has his preference. Some people with hair and pigtails can give off the fetish for a younger woman. Jesus Christ, schoolgirl. God, this is all pedophilic stuff, hey? That's fucked up, hey? I, I, I don't understand that. Why you want someone to dress up like a schoolgirl? And be happy to let people know that you're into that type of thing? That's fucked up. Yeah, that's not right, like, because schoolgirls are, are usually underage. <laughs> I know. I fucking know. It's a fucking a pedophilic thing to do. That's fucked up, lad. So there's people out there that cannot reach climaxion if they're not, like, got someone in pigtails and, like, a schoolgirl. That's what it fucking says there, lad. Can't lock them up. Number eight is cross-dressing. Is that when she gets vexed putting on her t-shirt because you've only lasted two minutes? No, lad. <laughs> this one is more common than you'd imagine. It involves the fetishes needing to either wear clothes from the opposite sex or be sexually intimate with someone who is. It's very popular with straight and gay men. For many guys, knowing they're wearing even just an item of clothing that is forbidden to them could be a very, very arousing thing. So what's that, what's that mean then? Like, so if, if like two, two fellas was, was riding, like, so like they're gay and they like each other as fellas, one of them will like dress up in girls' clothes and that will get the other one aroused. Yeah, that's what it is. But doesn't that like... Defeat the purpose of him being into like fellas and that. Lad, I don't know, you're looking too much into this now, I think. No, but like, if you want him dressed up as a woman, wouldn't you be like attracted to like woman's things? Lad, I don't think so. I think, I think you're more, you're attracted to the penis, I, I'd say. I don't know, I don't know, I'm not attracted to it, so I don't know the fuck. But I'm not into the cross lesson now. No, neither am I. I don't want to... Be, be um, dressed up in weird clothes or having someone dressed up in weird clothes either. That's fucking strange. Number nine is water, thunder and lightning. Why? That's what it says. Why does that like mean you're out riding next to the river when it's raining and there's thunder and lightning? You'd be scared like. You'd be scared of that. I don't think it is, hang. Water is a popular fetish with both men and women. Just the sound of running water is all the magic they need to get going. What? The sound of a tap? Surely not. A shower, a tap, or even rain all work to fulfil this fetish. There's people out there that get rookin', rookin'. I can't even fucking talk now. 
that get fucking wound up with the sound of a shower on. What? Some women might even find themselves getting turned on by the sound of thunder and lightning. Feet the fuck? These random acts of gigantic flashes of light in the sky can be enough to trigger desire for sex. That is fucking insane. What in the Jesus? If there's someone out there that has this, do it anonymously, but fucking message me till I find out what the fuck is wrong with you. And get him to send like a picture of themselves so we can see if they look as strange as they fucking act. God, that is messed up. That's messed up. There one more, is there? Yeah, number ten. Uh, furries. Furries? That's what it says. What's that like? Hairy people? Um, there exists a subculture of people that call themselves furries. These people get together a few times a year and dress up in furry animal costumes. <laughs> These could range between animals of the safari, like lions and tigers. I don't think you'll see a fucking tiger in the safari. But anyway, and also your everyday woodland creatures. Imagine seeing a life-size kitty with sumptuous breasts. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? What, like a cat with titties? That's what it fucking says here, lad. Here, you read the rest of that. I'm not fucking reading it anymore. If you're unsure of this and want to find out more, you can search furry porn on the internet to get a better idea of what I'm talking about. God, they've even got, like, blue movies for it. God, that's fucking... It's a good thing I've never watched the porns. Isn't it a good thing? You might start now, it's a... No, I'm not fucking watching that stuff. Jesus, lad, what do you make of all that? Lad, in my opinion now, this is my opinion, right? Anyone that has any of these things that need to have this stuff added to their sex life in order for them to get going and to get finished is clearly no good at the act of the sex itself. Where they have to fucking, really fucking try and lift it up as much as they can to get the enjoyment out of it. What in the Jesus was wrong with having a good fucking ride? Sorry, ma, but what the fuck is wrong with it? Jesus Christ. Jesus, Dermot. Go there into the bathroom and throw in the shower. That'll get me fucking real wet. Is it the hot water or the cold water you want? (laughs) Doesn't matter at all. So long as it's fucking hopping off that glass, I don't give a fuck. Now come here to me, you whore, you. What the fuck, like? What's that about? Ah, here. That's enough of that shite now. Yeah, I don't have any fetishes now at all. Listening to that, definitely don't. God, that's fucking madness. So many stuff these people need in order for them to to do the cum like. That's bizarre. Sorry, Shane's man. This is a part of the podcast where I ask Ryan five quickfire questions and I expect five quickfire answers. Are you ready? Yeah. Name the first word that comes to mind. Cow. What's the most embarrassing moment you've ever had with your parents? I farted in mass. What would you do if a wild goose started chasing you? I'd grab by his neck and break him asunder. Give the person on your left a compliment. Your gas man. What's your least favourite food? Uh, prawns. Yeah, fucking prawns are fucked, hey. Adam that comes out of the sea. Adam that comes out of water. Why would you eat that shit? I know. It's like fucked up. Prawns will kill me. Oh, I'm allergic to them as well, lad. Yeah, cause you're, cause you're the same person, like. Fuck off, lad. <laughs> This is a part of the podcast again now, where I read out an extract from my copy. My ma was cleaning my room there, a few weeks ago now, and she stumbled upon my copy and she said, Ryan, you need to fucking sort this thing out now. Is it going to be mean? Or are you going to keep it? And when I looked into it, I remembered, God, this is, this is some content here. This is gold, this stuff. So, 
Here we go. Dear copy. Number 216. This one is fucking far along. Well, lad, I started a new job today. And your man sent me to Woody's to get a left-handed screwdriver, two skirting board ladders, and a wax hammer. The dopey-looking turtle-head in Woody's started laughing at me and told me to get out and stop wasting his time. I have court in three weeks. I think it's classed as assault or something. I'll let you know if I get, like, a criminal record. The women love the bad lads, but my ma said to me, bad lads are shy, so I should probably steer clear of that lifestyle and try to win the woman over with the goodness of my heart. Go on, chat you after, lad. Jackhammer, out. So did you go to court after? I did, yeah. Did you get done for it? No, no, because I explained to them, sorry, my voice is going all strange now because of... You must be giving me your sickness, but the voice is gone. It's gone now, lads. I'm very sorry. But I am. Um, I was in the courtroom, and the judge looks at me and says, What's your name? I says, The Jackhammer. And he says, The Jackhammer? I said, Yeah. And he said, What are you here for? I said, See that fellow over there with the crutches? He has them because of me. And he said, Well, what happened? I said, I went there for my job to pick up tools, a wax hammer some left-handed screwdriver and two skirting board ladders. And him, he laughed at me. And I fought him in the car park. I fought him well, too. Kind of like the scene from Brave Hearts where they're like killing each other. But he survived. And the judge laughed and said, well, that was a practical joke on your boss's part. I said, yeah, I fought him as well, but he did not survive. And the judge laughed and said, I'll let you off with a warning this time because you're a funny barrister. But next time you fight someone and hurt them, you're going to go to jail. I say, no bother, lad. I won't do it anymore. I'll just get my dog after them. And that was it. That was all that was ever said about it. I've never been allowed into that Woody's ever again. They have my picture on the, on the door and stuff. And yeah, I'm not allowed in there. God, you've got some nonsense in that fucking head of yours. And you need to remember this. Your head is well, lad. Oh, lads. That was a decent enough episode, hey? Yeah, that was alright. That fetish stuff was a bit mad, though, hey? Lad, where do you come up with that? I don't know if people are going to want us talking about that sort of stuff anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was, like I said, I was on websites last night just, just doing Google and stuff, and this thing came up about fetishes, and I just went exploring in the rabbit hole, and I came up with that, and I thought it was quite informative, like, you know, because you need to be, you need to be wary of these fucking psychopaths that are out there. That like leaking feet and stuff. They're fucking mental. Oh yeah, it's uh, definitely um, definitely a fucking niche market, hey. But um, yeah, let's uh wrap up the podcast now with our little thing at the end that we do. Have you got anything you want to add or anything you want to say? Uh, I don't think we've got any um, messages from anyone this week. Um, my phone is not is seemingly not working right for some reason. I'm trying to get it fixed. But um, to anyone out there that has messaged us and said that they're having a hard time and like the videos help and all that kind of stuff. We really hope that you're able to continue fighting on and fighting strong. You know, it's 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 good. Life is good. It really is. And if you're going through that that dark time, it's temporary. It's temporary. And the sooner you can deal with it and figure out what it is you're going through, the sooner you get out of it and you start enjoying what actually happens in life. And be positive and look for positive things. The law of attraction. Have you ever heard of that one? I did, yeah. Do you believe in that? I do, yeah, I do. And a, a person that's quite good with that is, I know some people don't like him, but Conor McGregor, 
he's got great belief in this law of attraction thing too. And he's got a documentary out on Netflix at the minute. It's called McGregor Forever. And a lot of people think he's a prick. Like, I don't mind him. I think he's good. I know he puts on this persona and stuff because he has to, because that's what made him. But he's actually genuinely fucking not a bad fella. He's really not. And if you watch that documentary, you'll see that he is actually human and that he does feel stuff and that it's all just his way of making his way in life and getting himself to where he needs to be. And he believed in that law of attraction that like, if you put it out there and you really invest your mind into it, it can happen for you. Like you with the hikings. That's it. I just told myself straight away, like, fuck, I'm getting out to do this. I'm going to put myself out there. If I fucking fail, I fail. But at least I've done something. And I was scared, of course. I was scared. I was nervous. And I wasn't sure if it was going to work for me. And wasn't even sure up until the last minute whether I was going to be able to do it or not. But I committed to it. I told myself it's going to happen. I made it fucking happen. And it fucking benefited me in more ways than one. So, lads, if you're feeling like shit, sort it out. Talk about it with people. People that are close to you. Uh, random people online that you can find that are approachable just get it off your chest get that negative energy away from you and bring in all the good stuff and watch it all come in get rid of the bad people bring in the good stuff bring it in come on lads thank you lads we're going to fucking wrap it up now because I'm getting hungry I need some tea are you going to make tea I'll make tea I'll make the toast alright lads thanks for listening to the podcast hi please um, message us on Instagram with some topics or even commenting on the TikTok videos that you want us to talk about certain stuff. If you like that fetish one, we could probably talk about stuff like that again. I don't know. Sorry, Shane's Ma, if you didn't like that one. But um, this podcast is for everybody. So have a nice day, everybody. See you now. Bye.